Igniting, inspiring, and evoking the fire within. Everybody that you meet, you say, hmm, I wonder if I can help them. Because if you never, ever fail, you really haven't learned very much. Either that or you're extremely lucky or very, very mediocre. If you're not changing, then you're not growing. Life is pretty simple as an aviator. I said, just remember that gravity never lies. People say, well, what's the difference between leadership and management? Moses, when he was in the desert, managed his people. But when he crossed the Red Sea, he led his people out of Egypt. Really great leaders are great simplifiers. You're listening to the What's Your Inspiration podcast with Fox Buyer. On this episode of the What's Your Inspiration podcast, we have the Reverend Dr. Frankie Timmers. She's the spiritual director at the Center for Spiritual Living in Morristown, New Jersey. This center has existed for over 60 years, and she's been the director for 25 of those years, teaching the philosophy of Dr. Ernest Holmes called the Science of Mind, which has been around for almost 100 years. This should be fun. Here we go. Hello and welcome to episode 33 of the What's Your Inspiration podcast. Today, I have the spiritual director at the Center for Spiritual Living in Morristown on. She is Reverend Frankie Timmers. Frankie, how are you today? I am awesome. How are you? As, as you would say, uh, life is beautiful and so are you. Oh, that's right. I'm so honored to be invited on your podcast. Yeah, well, I've, it's been in the plans for a while, you know, and for yeah. our, our listeners, a couple of Octobers ago, I should say a couple of Julys ago, I got some speaking leads, and one of the leads was to the Center of Spiritual Living in Morristown, New Jersey. I wrote a short bio, edited my website, and pretty soon uh, thereafter, I got an email back from, from you, Frankie, inviting me to come in and speak, and I had a great time. And um, obviously, what you did too is you let a little bit, little bit of your expertise on sort of how to market the event, which I've used um, in future events. So I want to thank you for that on the air. You are welcome. Very, very welcome. I think that what you're doing is amazing and inspiring and wonderful. That's just, that's, you have one life and all I can do is, is try to make um, the biggest impact on other people. Um, as I can, and you, this is why you're on, you have had an impact on me, and I want to let people know um, why it is that you've had an impact on me. So to give you a little bit more of a background uh, on Frankie, as I said in the introduction, the Center for Spiritual Living in Morristown, New Jersey, has been in existence for over 60 years. Frankie is obviously the spiritual director, which he has been for 25 years, and the center teaches the philosophy of Dr. Ernest Holmes called the Science of Mind, which was started 100 years ago. So when you, when you think of Dr. Ernest Holmes, what are some of the first words that come to mind for you? Oh, my, that's a great question. I think the first thing that comes to mind for me is... Thank you, Ernest Holmes, and thank you, universe, for connecting the dots, because I think without his teachings, I don't know if I would be alive. If I were alive, I don't know what my life would be like, because the teaching 
was something that already lived in my heart. So when I found it, I was like, that's what I think. That's what I believe. And there's actually a philosophy for it and a teaching and, a, and spiritual communities. So he was just an incredibly hungry, mentally, spiritually, intellectually hungry man for uh, a personal connection with spirit, God, universe, whatever you want to call it. And he, he studied and researched. And so he got to pass that on to me and many other people that love the teaching. And you've, you've stayed with it for, for a long, long time. I mean, 25 years, that is a quarter, uh, quarter century of, of work in a particular area. Yeah, and that's just m my profession. There was about seven years before that that I studied. So he, more than half of my life I was exposed to this teaching. And really the basic message of the teaching is, is, is that how you think changes your life. And what you think creates your life. So it's really about the power of the mind, the power of our own thinking that makes all the difference. I agree. I agree. I, I spoke, this is funny, in, in, in Booton, New Jersey, a couple of weeks ago, I, I was at an opportunity to speak at a, a little art shop called Broadfoot and Broadfoot. And I told the story, various stories of, of, of people going through the trials and tribulations of life. And I know you have a great affinity for people that overcome obstacles. And I was speaking just about certain people that, that have, have really had a tough go of it. And I guess my whole point was, we don't have a lot of control over what happens to us, but we do have control over how we think. And that determines sort of how we handle um, adverse situations. Absolutely. And, and to just break, up, uh, break off from that, I, I had a, a friend recently, a really close friend of mine, he, he lost his job. And the, another friend of his sent him a link. Um, basically, it is the art of not being messed with. And one of the first quotes I read was, the difference between a good life and a bad one is how well you walk through the fire. So true, because you know what? We all walk through fire. And so whatever that fire may be, it's how we look at it. I mean, I have challenges on a regular basis. And so I'm learning to look at them as opportunities for growth and to learn something new and to to fly to use my wings you know because i know that what what is possible is what's already available within me so i can look at something and look at it as a burden and a challenge or i can look at it as an opportunity and i'm going to have a completely different experience how i look at it if I look at it as a burden, I'm going to suffer a whole lot more. If I look at it as an opportunity to learn and to grow and to express my internal wisdom, it's actually fun and exciting. Are we speaking of the word character? Yeah, I think you are speaking of the word character. But to me, character is also 
about spirit. It's about soul. It has more, more oomph. Character sometimes I think is intellectualized a little bit too much. I think it's important to remember that we have to live life with a sense of soul, a sense of purpose, with our spirit alive. I, I was visiting a friend in the hospital recently and just looking around at people, I felt like, oh my God, these people are already half dead. There was no life behind their eyes in their energy field, you know? And I'm walking in and saying hello and I'm smiling at people. And, and so people notice that. They notice the energy that you bring. Certainly. I mean, you know that because yeah, yeah, you bring a lot of energy. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and as well, as well do you. And boy, if, uh, being around you, it's, matching your energy, is, it's, a, it's, a, it's a tall task. But, well, but it's not about matching it. It's about hopefully, you know, people know that it's something that they can find within themselves, mm -hmm. you know, because it's not always there. You should see me on my day off. I sleep a lot. I'm quiet. It's different. You know, it depends what you're doing, right? Right. You want to be, a, when, you, when you get to your job, you want to be a personification of it. And yeah. your job requires a lot of positivity and energy. Yeah. Bring on a daily basis. Yes. So let, let's keep bringing it. Uh, first, I guess, basic question of, of, of the interview here, of the podcast. For someone who has been practicing spirituality for over 25 years, in your opinion, Frankie, what does it take for someone to become spiritually sound? Hmm, what does it take to become spiritually sound? Why don't we pick two things? Well, gosh, you ask these huge existential questions. We have like a half an hour, right? So <laughs> uh, I think the most important thing is for people to make space in their day to listen to their own heart. Or you could say to listen to your soul, which are, they're two different things. But to really listen to your own heart. What is there? What's before you? And then look at, it, there are two different things, right? Is to listen to what's in your heart, look at what is before you, and really think of it as using what is before you as a way to see ourselves more clearly. I think it's about really simplifying life and having fewer distractions. That's not possible for everybody to do 24-7, but it sure as heck is possible to do it for half an hour a day. And sometimes when you people lost, they lost that connection with themselves because they're so distracted out there. And so it's kind of coming back home to your own heart. There are a lot of distractions. And it's hard to, it's hard to narrow it down. But yeah, like you said, if you listen to your heart, your inner being, your soul, your spirituality, um, you can eliminate things and figure out what's most important. So, uh, very concise answer for a very, as you said, existential question. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we'll, we'll continue. You, you wrote to me that you love the movie I Love Pretty with Amy Schumer. Or not I Love Pretty, I Feel Pretty yeah. with Amy Schumer, yes. Okay, so here, here's my question to you. What is one thing a, fe a female could do today to feel pretty? 
Oh, well, I want to I want to step back just a little bit because I had mixed feelings about the movie. I think it had a great message and I'll come back to that. But it was kind of predictable. It was kind of like it wasn't like it was a great movie. But what I really loved about it is that something happened to her. And when she looked in the mirror, she saw herself as beautiful. And it had nothing to do with size, shape, anything. It just was an inner feeling. And I think that what women can do to feel beautiful is to identify less with looks and less with looks compared to Hollywood looks and magazine looks, because they're all painted and pasted and photoshopped, but to really feel beautiful simply because they have a heart, they have a mind, and this life is their vehicle for their heart and mind and soul to express. And that comes back to self-love. I think that most girls... Um, are not taught to really love themselves. I think it's maybe more so now, but to love themselves simply because they are, not because of what they're doing or how they're showing up in the world. But it's a, it's a matter of loving the self. And I think that's something that comes with age. It comes with maturity. It comes with the spiritual practices, taking that time to develop ourselves, to connect with ourselves, and to see the beauty of the self simply because we are. It's a, a deep answer, but yeah, experience is the best teacher. You, know, you could try to compare yourself to other people, but um, I think overall, comparing yourself to others it, it never, ever satisfied. We are genetically designed to be different. And when you get that, you can uh, re respond to things differently and understand, like you said, um, you've got to love yourself first. Yeah. Love yourself first. Okay. It is time for our game, Frankie, called What, Which, and Where. I love games. Yes. So I will give you a quote uh, from... From some, somewhere, somebody, some book, some place, and you tell me from where it came. Are you ready? I think so. Okay. I don't think I'm good at this game, but we'll try. That's, that's the answer that I get 95% of the time. And I was, I was hopeful that you would have been the one that said, you know what? I'm going to knock this out of the park. <laughs> well, let's see. First quote goes like this. Quote, Prepare your mind to receive the best that life has to offer. No idea. Oh, you definitely have an idea. Me? I mean, he, is, he is in that room. His spirit is in that room right now. Ernest Holmes? Yes, it's exactly who it is. Okay. <laughs> there it is, Ernest Holmes. Now, when did you first start reading um, uh, some of his teachings? Do you remember how old you were? Yeah, when I first came to the United States, I was in Florida, which was, I guess, the late 70s. And just and tell us, where, where did you come from? I was born and raised in the Netherlands, and I came to travel for a year to travel in Canada, and I ended up in the United States, and I ended up in Florida. Not plants, but, you know, the universe sometimes has different plants, and you go with the flow. And I ended up in Fort Lauderdale, and a friend invited me to the center after enticing me with different 
names of philosophers that jived with the science of mind teaching. And when I arrived at the center, I felt like I had finally found a place I could call my spiritual home because of what I had believed for a long time. So Ernest Holmes was the founder and it was then called Church of Religious Science and through changes and branding and really looking at who we really are and what we really do, we're now called Centers for Spiritual Living. But I dove in immediately and just devoured anything he had ever written, which is about a hundred books. So he really speaks to my heart. It's pretty simple. He wrote a hundred books? He wrote about a hundred books. I have a list I'll happily send you. Uh, he was very prolific. And a lot of the books that I, what I love about it so much is the science of mind is called, is under the umbrella of new thought, but it's considered ancient wisdom. And so what he did, he studied all the different world religions and philosophies and then simplified the, the, the distilled message into the science of mind philosophy in such a way that it can speak to anyone and everyone because it really just talks about what you believe and what you think creates your experience. So that really spoke to me, the simplicity of it. Teachings don't have to be complex. They can be very simple. Yeah, I think uh, most of the best teachings are, are simple when they are relatable. And obviously it struck a chord within you because you've been doing it um, for over half your life. Yes. Excellent. Excellent. Frank, you are one for one in what, which, and where. We have one more question. <laughs> one more question. And these are, these are relevant to you. Just keep that in mind. So here goes the, the second question in what, which, and where. Quote, pick and choose your battles. Sometimes go with the currents. I have no idea. Is it I, Ernest Holmes again? I, 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 Emerson? Ralph Waldo Emerson? Emerson. Wow, that is, that's, that's some serious literature. It, it is literature and that, you're, that you're very familiar with, but it is not Ralph Waldo Emerson or Ernest Holmes. I have no idea. I don't like this game. <laughs> <laughs> Common answers here on what, which, and where, uh, uh, Frankie. That's that's from my book, Letter Kindling. It's called. No shame on me. Shame, shame. I am distraught. I am distraught. My spirit is battered. A um, living teacher right before me. Oh. That's okay. It comes from a poem in my book, Letter Kindling, called "It Takes Time to Forgive." Oh, it's so it's so true, isn't it? It's a process. I think it's a process. Yeah. I'm not one that can be just say, I forgive you. It, it, it takes a little bit of time. I think, I think we need to forgive so that we're not an emotional prison for things that have happened uh, to us, against us, etc. But in my experience, it does take time to forgive. Well, and you know what? I want to say something about that because I think people are very, can be very confused about forgiveness. Uh, because I think we're taught to forgive others, but I th- think we often skip a step. I think for, we have to remember that forgiveness is not for anyone else, but for ourselves. And so we always need to include forgiving ourselves for whatever, because it's about freedom. Yes, 
excellent nugget. It is. It is. To me, when I understood what it was and could define it, it made so much sense to me. You're, you're not, when you forgive somebody, to me, you're not saying what was done to you is okay, but you don't want to be an emotional prison with them or yourself anymore. And you want to give yourself a future. You, you can't have a future when mentally always being in the past, if that makes right. sense. That makes right. sense. But I, I like the, the, the nugget you added as well. Forgive yourself. Do that first. And a lot of it, when you, what you teach is self. Get yourself right first before you get others right or try to get others right. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. Excellent. So one, one for two, but, 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 but I, I think some bonus points for the, for the extra nugget added. Uh, <laughs> so we're, we're at odds of points. You're kind. You're kind. I, I am kind. Thank you, for, thank, thank you for that. Thank you for that. So we're going to, to wrap it up here with, with this scenario, Frankie. We know all heroes don't wear a cape. If you had the opportunity to take a one-hour car ride with the following people, who would it be and why? One, one of your former teachers. Two, Dr. Ernest Holmes. Or three, someone you have recently met that has overcome an obstacle? Oh, I'd have to say Dr. Ernest Holmes. I think he had a big Cadillac or something. I don't know. <laughs> I think I'd let him drive. I definitely would love to take an hour car ride with him. Would an hour be enough? I don't know. But the one thing I do know is I would do a lot of listening and not a lot of talking. If that meant that he would be silent, I would just be silent with him. I think that's something I've really learned in life is to, my teacher used to say, there's a reason why we have two ears and one mouth, which <laughs> I didn't always understand because I was a chatterbug all my life. I didn't like silence. And now more and more, I like to be in the silence and just listen. And even if there is no talking, it becomes precious. So I would just hang out with him and be quiet and just listen to what he had to say. And if you have nothing to say, we just be quiet together for an hour. Listen twice, talk once, in the uh, words of uh, Terry Soldati uh, from her son. That goes back to a, a, a previous podcast. I love, I love the advice there. And a, and a very quick answer on that. No question. Ernest Holmes. Man, excellent. Frankie, this has been, been an absolute blast. Could you, two things to end here. Um, one is, how, if, you, if you'd like to share, how can people get in touch with you? And then who would you like to hear and see on an upcoming podcast? Oh, well, they can check out the website, www.cslmorristown.org. They can call our center, 973-539-3114. My email is drfrankie, drfrankie, with IE, at cslmorristown.org. And who would I like to see on one of your podcasts? You know, a person who's coming to mind right now is Jennifer Orizio. She's on Facebook, but she wrote a book called Soul Language, and she's really wonderful on podcasts. I've done one of hers. She's a member here. 
And I could refer you to, to all kinds of my colleagues that would love to be on your podcast. Some of the local ones would be Reverend Dr. Karen Kushner in Princeton, Reverend Michelle Wadley in Caldwell, Reverend Jennifer Berkeley in Rockland County, Reverend Janice Bellera is at Unity in Sparta. So some of my colleagues, I think, would really be wonderful. That would be awesome. And thank you for the recommendations. And if I could, I will um, I'll provide that information in, in the write-up with the podcast, if you would allow it, to get people in, in, in touch with me. Is that okay? Yeah, absolutely. I'll share it on my Facebook page and the one for our center. Excellent. Excellent. Getting spiritually right on episode 33 of the podcast. Frankie, thank you so much. Thank you, Fox. Great to see you. Great to be with you. It's great to be here and always great to be seen. Yes. Take care. Okay. That will wrap up episode 33 of the What's Your Inspiration podcast. Frankie and I will talk to you all later. Take good care. You have been listening to the What's Your Inspiration podcast with Fox Buyer. Because impact on each other is the greatest currency you could ever have. Day by day I rise. I sift the truths and the lies. The first three words out of my mouth I say, stronger than yesterday. Stronger, I raise the bar. Stronger, I can never go too far. Stronger. The very minute I open my eyes, stronger, I know I'm powerful, stronger, more powerful than I realize. Each night before I sleep, these three words in my head, they creep, stronger than yesterday.